Here we are, another episode of Tombstone Minute, the podcast that goes through the movie Tombstone, minute by minute. I'm your host, Rob, and joined by my co-host, Joe. Hi, everybody. Um, we're into it now, Joe. This is it. We're on minute 12, and we get to talk about Doc Holliday, as portrayed by Val Kilmer. A hero. A real hero. And in this sequence, um, he's playing cards, as he does, um, mm-hmm. and... Uh, he wins a hand, but things go awry a little bit. For the, for the other guy? Yes, for the other guy. Uh, I'm, I'm never too worried about Doc. I guess that's worth discussing. He's very, very sweaty, and if you weren't paying attention to the uh, Ken Burns intro, uh, it's important to note he's suffering from tuberculosis, and uh, he was 21, and he was diagnosed with it, and he went out west because the dry air would extend his life. Yes, uh, so he went out there looking for dry air, and then having about 35 drinks In love to gamble. <laughs> he was a professional gambler, which apparently in that time was like a real profession. I mean, I guess it kind of is now, but not, you know, not... Sure it is. Okay. So... Well, a professional poker player. Yeah, I suppose. Or sports gamblers. Um, so he <clears throat> he's playing cards, and we also get to meet... Uh, first off, the first shot of him is fantastic. He It's such a great hero shot. He's uh, twirling that coin in his hands, which I wish I could do. It's one of those like uh, like uh, cool dude moves that I never learned. Weird. Um. <laughs> well, part of the problem might be that you never carry around coins. That's true. That's true. Uh, so he, he starts with him flipping the coin, and then it moves up, and then we see uh, we see Doc Holliday with his, uh, once again, what a great mustache. Mm. Yes. And... Um, every line, nearly every line delivered by Doc Holliday in this movie is instantly quotable. Uh, I sometimes wonder if he's just playing himself, aside from the accent. Because it, everything that he says is so much better written than everything every other character says. Oh, you think he's just ad-libbing all of this? Like, I, I do, I really wonder that. Because, like, who, what other lines in this movie are you laughing with and not at yeah that's a good point i mean because <laughs> like curly bill tries to be funny i and, think curly bill is kind of funny but it's mostly just you're laughing at how stupid it is like oh i guess we win <laughs> <laughs> i still think that's funny i mean but you're right he is the the val kilmer's portrayal of doc holiday is kind of what makes this movie from being a it turns this movie to becoming instantly memorable. Yeah, it's well. I mean, it's every like every little boy's hero. Yeah, uh, in the scene, he's playing cards with Ed Bailey. Um, Joe, do you want to tell the audience um, who uh, Ed Bailey is portrayed by in this movie? Yep, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Isn't that amazing? Why? Why did they cast Frank Stallone? I. I've got to feel like Sly recommended the director for this job. Okay. After Cobra and Rambo First Blood Part 2. Okay, that makes sense. The most awkwardly titled film of all time. <laughs> and uh, he's like, listen, you got to give my brother a job. Uh, really? He, yeah. And actually, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he he. so the character is Ed Bailey, and there's a point in this sequence when... Uh, uh, 
I didn't realize his name was Ed Bailey. And um, and Doc Holliday's like, why Ed Bailey? And I in my head, I always thought he says, why Ed, baby? Like, I thought he was calling him <laughs> baby. <laughs> it, is, it is phrased a little oddly. Um, this also has... So this is a movie that, as you watch and rewatch and rewatch, um, there's, like, the lines that everyone knows, but then there's lines that, like you kind of go back to that become funnier like the curly bill line we mentioned earlier but mm-hmm. the line where um his girlfriend doc called his girlfriend sits on his lap and he's like wow kate you're not wearing a bustle <laughs> how lewd yeah when i was when i was a little kid first seeing this movie i was like oh he must have said something really bad there yeah and lewd it was not a term i knew also isn't a bustle just the like undergarment like the thing that kind of pushes the like bottom, like so they look like that, like the back out. Like, does that mean she's not? I don't know if that necessarily means she's not wearing underwear, right? Or bloomers, if you will, using the parlance of the that, time. <laughs> I was told that you would be the undergarment expert. Yeah, on well. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'm. I just, I just think the bustle is like the. I'm pretty sure it's just the like framework that like holds that back up. Um. But in as I've always assumed, it was like when I was younger, I just thought it meant like she's just going commando. That's that was what I had always assumed as well. I mean, Kate, and how could he tell that by just her sitting on his lap? Which the bustle makes more sense, and right because like that you yeah. could tell because she's not sitting a foot and a half off his lap when she sits down. She also does a thing during the sequence. I think it's worth talking when she sits on him. Do you know? Do you remember why she originally sits on his lap? pour him a drink to pour him a drink um and then she walks back behind the bar and it kind of makes me wonder is she helping him like was that a sign did she see ed bailey's cards well i mean doc had such a good hand that that's true he had four queens he matters whatever i he goes she goes over there uh in case there's trouble and she can keep the bartender from grabbing the gun well i mean it is interesting then he is a dick then here right because he has four queens and he's like i uh, suppose i'm deranged Rob, this is a family podcast sorry he is a uh well i already said it he's just acting like a horse's ass isn't he <laughs> he goes i suppose i'm deranged i guess i just have to call you think so with four queens because mm-hmm. at this point ed's already in so he has no reason to be you know, a little like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll call. <laughs> well, to be fair, Val Kilmer is didn't read the script and is just ad-libbing. <laughs> That's true. And he's probably seen enough Westerns to know that Four of a Kind uh, loses to straight flushes all the time in Westerns. Do we know what Ed had? We never see it, do we? I don't believe yeah, so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think we ever uh, see it. Can, can we briefly just give a shout-out to the other dude they're playing cards with? <laughs> he just sits there awkwardly? Is that the dealer? Uh... No, because he folds angrily, I think, after oh, that's Doc right. calls. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's E.B. Farnham's older brother. Um, <laughs> if any listeners want to go back and look at the guy, he just looks like a more grizzled version of E.B. Farnham. Another Deadwood reference. HBO should be one of our sponsors with our Deadwood and Wire references. So uh, I, uh, I mean, the list. I, I think Deadwood is maybe my favorite TV show of all time. It's fantastic. Um, we... I mean, every line, every line that he says, this also has, isn't that a daisy? He says that after he lays it down. I mean, I think every line that Val Kilmer says in this is just absolutely, it's it's gold. 
yeah, let's talk a little bit about Val Kilmer. Yes, absolutely. So I, I think that for young men of our, well, we're not really that young anymore, I guess, but uh, men of our generation, you you can int- introduce to Val Kilmer probably through one of two films, this one or Top Gun. Yeah. And I, which one do you think that you saw first? <sighs> I actually think it was this movie. So like if the, like the only two films I probably saw from Val Kilmer was Top Gun and Tombstone, where he's just in both movies is just so ridiculous, and it, uh, not nearly as much homoeroticism. Not nearly, except though, I mean, I say that. you've I know you've argued before that potentially that might exist between Curly Bill and uh, and Johnny Ringo, but we can get into that on a later minute. Yeah, yeah, we'll run into those guys again later. Do you do you think this is you think this is Val Kilmer um, making this up as we go? You're not going to give the credit to the writer Kevin Jar Jari J A R R E. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it. Weird. Uh, uh I I mean I I don't want to disparage any professional out there. I, I obviously he did a great yeah. job. I love this movie. I just I like to watch it. Assume, thinking that Val Kilmer is just making up every line uh, on off the, on the spot, but I, I don't know. I mean, like I guess what I was saying earlier is just like nobody else in the movie is really all that funny, or certainly not as clever. But but that could be just very intentional because Doc Holliday comes from such a different background compared to all the other characters. He certainly stands out, and we haven't even gotten to even in the top like twenty funniest lines no, he has in no, the movie. He's he's great. Um, He's he's just I I know what this minute has just been us talking about how great he is, but like, <laughs> well, I mean, what is it? I mean, everyone that's the first thing anyone ever brings up. I read an old review movie. of uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was a review or somewhere like Roger Ebert when he does we like when the movie first came out, he wasn't that interested in seeing it because he probably thought it looked dumb. Or I think he wasn't, you know. And then he said that everyone kept talking about how great uh, Doc Holliday is, and I think in a later review. Um, uh, when Roger Ebert wrote about Kill Bill Volume Two, I think he mentioned like among like the great Western characters of all time, and he had Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday on there. Like it's just, it's just absolutely fantastic. He wears a vest. I want like does this movie make you want to wear vests? Yeah, that's how I feel after I watch yeah. every Western. It's like I should bring. I should start wearing a. You know, I I actually watched part of okay. Superbad earlier, and I don't know if you remember, but McLovin. Like part of him trying to look older before he tries to use his fake ID is yes. he wears a vest. And at one point they call him Pinocchio, and then they, like later they call him say he looks like Aladdin. That's that's the problem. If you try wearing a vest in your head, you're Doc Holiday, but everyone else you just look like Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't usually work too well. Um, Do you, anything else to add to this minute, Joe? I mean, we have a few more minutes to talk about Doc Holiday. Um, uh, well, I mean, should we do the Val Kilmer, Bob Dylan story now, or should we save that I, for another the time? Kilmer, I don't know this story, Joe. Let's do it for another time. Let's save uh, it. That's a teaser. Teasing people. Let's do that. Let's just okay, do the next episode. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we just, uh, it's Tombstone Minute. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, tombstoneminute.com, and we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 13. <laughs>